you know, the thing that agents tend to want to farm out the most are the things that we really do need to hang on to. And that's the business development side of it. Mm. Um, Buckle up. It's the insurance dudes podcast. So for a realtor, where does that number lie? Where, where does it become where now you have to bring on that team? Yeah, I mean, that's an excellent question. And I think it the answer varies depending on the agent, right? So we have agents that comfortably do a million, gross a million a year that are single agents, which means like they have a staff. I'm not quite there yet, but that's... <laughs> That's that's the mission, right? Yeah. Um, and so it, it's entirely scalable to just be a rainmaker and be an agent and have a staff around you that are sort of helping, right? So there may not be a limit to that, but there there definitely is a limit to how much you can do and not have any support staff, right? So that staff can be, you know, it could be other agents that are helping, you know, with the showings, or it could be like me with, you know, just more administrative support so that I'm the one that's out in the field and doing the contract negotiations and that sort of Uh thing. So um, right now, that really is our game plan. It's much easier to grow if you do have a staff of agents, but I don't know what it's like for you guys. But you know, sometimes it's, it's a little challenging to at least at where I am right now, five years in, for me, it's a little bit challenging to um, to really have the same, to impart the same level of service that my clients are. I can't, I can't let go of my clients. Like, you know, so I get a referral because they know and love me. And then I'm right. just going to hand them off to this other person that they've never met before. So I guess mm. I have control issues. Maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I think that that's, that's one of the most challenging things um, yeah. in business ownership, letting go of those reins um, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I'm at this point where I'm at capacity. I can handle the herd right now, but yeah. in order to take it to that next level, I'm going to have to give – I mean, I there was a time when I was answering the calls. I was taking payments and doing all these things, and, and now it's like it, it's impossible, right? Yeah. And, and it just changes the business model. Uh, but it it does. And so when we, so I'm, a, I'm a planner, uh, you know, and I have to be because I'm not naturally organized. So I, I have to plan everything because otherwise it balls are going to drop. So I've had my business, my 2022 business plan ready since like the end of September. Um, so it is locked in and ready to go. And so I know, I know what I'm going to do in 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, I know what the plan is all the way down the road. So I know how I want to scale in order to get to the numbers that I plan on getting to by, you know, 2025. And I think that that is important because if you're not thinking about that, you know, in advance, then all of a sudden it sneaks up on you. 2022 is right here. So, you know, if I hadn't been thinking about this ahead of time, then ramping into it would be really, really difficult. And so uh, then you can, for me, it's, it's easier to start thinking about what are the pieces that I don't absolutely have to be involved in, right? What are the, the pieces that don't provide that somebody else could easily do that I don't need to do? So, yeah. I think that thought process is exactly what we do on our end. Maybe a little bit different in who's doing what, but definitely, yeah, where is your time most valuable and what is your least valuable thing that you can just hand off so that you're constantly stacking? 
And I think, you know, especially when you're getting into the the scaling conversation, there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. It's A, what are you comfortable with? What kind of service and business do you want that that's fulfilling? And mm-hmm. I know for me, like there's certain things that I really like to do in the agency and certain things that don't. Some of the things that I don't like to do that I should do could probably, you know, make you scale faster, but I don't like it. And so then yeah. maybe that would slow me down. You know what I mean? So there's there's so many factors when it when it comes uh, into that. You but know, I think you bring up but you bring up a really good point. And I think that this is true of both industries. That and I and I say that I love being a real estate agent because you can write your own rules in in a lot of ways. Mm. And and I, I mean, obviously in, in terms of the entrepreneurship, right? Like how right. how you build your business. And so there isn't necessarily a wrong way. And when you're doing something that you really enjoy doing, you're not really working, right? And so mm-hmm. I that's why I, I do. I try to gravitate to the things that come natural to me, the things that bring me joy, because I don't really know. My husband will say sometimes, he's like, gosh, you know, you work like 60 hours a week. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really working, you know? <laughs> so, right. but I will say this, and I don't, I, you know, the thing that agents tend to want to farm out the most are the things that we really do need to hang on to. And that's the business development side of it. Mm. Um you know, that's the piece. Those relationships are important. And that's why I have a hard time letting go because I've worked so hard to build the relationships yeah. that bring in the referrals and bring in the leads. And and so I don't want to get the, you know, let that go. Yeah. Yep. What would you say your superpower is? Talking. Talking. Like mm-hmm. us. I just, <laughs> I I can talk. <laughs> so I have no oh, trouble with that. <laughs> As as you meet agents, uh, insurance agents, realtors coming into the the world of sales or the world of entrepreneurship, what do you think the most important thing that you could impart to them as they enter this new world and you know everything's crazy now that would help well, them the most? I'll tell you. Um, I think it would be you know managing your calendar, right? And it's so important at all times, right? So in the early days, you have more time than money and you have to earn the right to spend money, right? So everyone wants to go in and just throw money at leads or throw money at marketing, but you don't have any money. You haven't made any money yet. So use your time wisely on Sunday or Monday morning. You look at your calendar and if it is not filled up with activity, fill it up with activity, right? And so that's, you know, everyone needs insurance. Everyone needs a house, right? So just go meet people. Just go start talking, you know, just, you know, what we always do is really, you know, look at building our database, right? How are you building your database? And you're not building your database by sitting in your house or, you know, having coffee by yourself or whatever. So get into the routine of filling up that calendar. And so you can always, you know, cross things off if you need to. But what ends up happening is you become disciplined to managing your calendar as your calendar starts legitimately filling up with appointments, you don't become a slave to the whims of the clients, right? So if you're dedicated to your calendar and somebody calls and says, well, I've got to meet right now, you can say, well, let me look at my calendar. I have an appointment. (laughs) How about we meet at 
nine tomorrow or two tomorrow or what, when I have availability. Right. So you conditioned yourself to really manage that. And it, it, I mean, it helps. I mean, I, I look at people, I don't know if this is true of you guys, but I look at experienced people that are running ragged. And I, I think, why are you running ragged? It's because they are just saying yes to everything and not really managing, you know, their life to a calendar. Right. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're in a, a state of reactivity instead of proactive. Right. And, and then you're yeah. just, yeah, you're on the hamster wheel. I, you know, at, at uh, I, with Keller Williams and um, they have, you know, they trained this idea that you should take, you know, I think it's uh, one day off a week, one three day weekend a month and one seven day vacation a quarter. And you start your year by marking all of that off on your calendar. So that's the first thing you put on your calendar. You know, it's, it's kind of the same concept of you put money into savings first, right? And then you pay the bills and you do all of the, all of the other things. Well, you know, that's, that's what you're doing is you're, you know, that, and so your calendar is now booked. Yeah. So. Well, there's nothing more valuable than time. So paying yourself some good time is, uh, is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it that like booking up the calendar or doing the things that actually move the needle the last thing on the list that we do when there's all this other stuff to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the one thing that really does push us or drives us. It's the fuel for the car, but we get yeah. in the car and we just tinker around with everything. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's just crazy. You know, I actually build in time to, to, I build fart around time in like, you know, like the time yeah. to just kind of be creative and just let my brain. So that way, because I will go on a rabbit trail. I mean, in a heartbeat, like I will, Oh, that looks interesting. Let me read that, whatever. So what I've started with, you know, and I'm, I'm not as intensely disciplined to this as I should be, but I do know that I can just move. Okay. That looks interesting. Let me move that into a side because I know I have a couple of hours over here dedicated to just letting my brain run free. Right. Yep. That's so funny that Craig and my biggest, uh, yeah, we, we are just always a million things. So squirrel, squirrel. Yes. (laughs) Me too. Me too. (laughs) I've got that from, I don't know. There's an author named Daniel Pink who is a favorite of mine. And I, he, I think it was drive was the name of the book, but he actually introduced that concept of, you know, introducing 20% of your 20% of your work time should be creative. And so whether that's 20% of a day or 20% in a week, but actually big companies like Google and FedEx, they actually mandate that or according to uh, Daniel Pink. So that, you know, I, I read that years ago when I was at Bank of America and thought, oh yeah, I should really do that. And so I started. Well, it's then. also, it's just stayed that is a split great. In the calendar, right? Block out the two hours of creativity because we all yeah. know you're only working 25% of the day anyway. I mean, right. it's at the end of the day, out of eight hours, most employees are only going to be effective for about 25%. So right. it's just the way it is, right? They get up, they're over at the cooler. I mean, we goof around. It just, it just happens. So that's, you, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, or the, the other thing too, is we always talk about like, well, when you're in the shower or in your car and you have all of these great ideas coming, flying at you, right? It's because yeah. your brain isn't thinking about anything. It's like down and you can, oh, now I really can think about, you know, I have some creative energy and all of these other, these great ideas. Well, those great ideas are things that can actually, 
you know, I've had some great epiphanies and they can really, you know, help give you a nice jump in your business. So you don't want to ignore that. Love yep. It. So as we're diving into the early part of 2022, what are mm -hmm. some, what would be the number one piece of advice you give anybody in real estate or insurance, mortgage, whatever, what, what would you give them as the number one piece of advice to implement this year? Have a plan. Yeah. If you didn't have a plan ready already, would you say that? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's so many like really um, like obnoxious quotes about, you know, not having a plan is a plan to fail and, you know, hope right. can't be your strategy and all of that good stuff. But the reality is it's so true. I mean, you know, yeah. if you have a goal, but first of all, it's just maybe we should back it up and just say, what is your goal? Right. If you don't have yeah. a goal and a roadmap on how you're going to get to that goal, then what are you even doing? <laughs> you know, right. but you know, but a lot of entrepreneurs don't think like that. It's, it's interesting. And more importantly, they may know, or they may have an idea where they want to go and maybe even how they want to get there, but then they don't know how to track the, you know, the activities that they're doing in order to ensure that they're going to be successful in that. And, and Love so I, I think that, you know, the, the first thing is that really have a plan. Have the plan, Love track it. a measure. Yeah, have a plan. Got to track a measure. Love right. it. Yes. Yes. Trudy, where can people get a hold of you if they want more Trudy? True Trudy dad. If they want to All text you, to you on your cell phone, what are, what are those digits? <laughs> those digits are 904-516-9084. That is there crazy. You go. Realtors <laughs> always give out their phone numbers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I'm going to start giving out Craig's phone number. Yeah. It's 520 <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, thank you. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, we're, we're, we're not in protection program or anything. You know? So yeah, <laughs> right. we, we kind of want people to, uh, to get a hold of us. We like, that's to, the, I, I like to talk. Yeah. So, yep. Remember that's my superpower. Call me. It is. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Trudy, for joining us on the Insurance Dude. It's been awesome, and uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Trudy. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get yep. to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. 
It's going to be well, awesome. And it's, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.